As the person tasked with the awesome responsibility of generating new business for your agency, we thought you might like a little help. Welcome to the Agency Hero Podcast, hosted by List Partners and Catapult New Business. We're here to make sure new business professionals like you get the best practices and strategies you need to be more efficient and effective in all your business development efforts. Most importantly, we want to make sure you're out there winning new clients, generating agency-changing revenue, and becoming the hero of all your colleagues. Now, let's jump into the episode. Hey everyone and welcome to Agency Hero. It's Matt Chalet again from Catapult New Business and I am talking today about why your case studies are ineffective. If you remember nothing else from today, remember that you are not the hero in this story. Kind of strange coming from the Agency Hero podcast, right? But stick with me on this because it can mean the difference in winning clients or losing prospects. Well, with case studies, let's start at the beginning. Why do we write them? I think there's really kind of three main reasons, right? Number one, we want to show proof that we can actually accomplish what we say we're going to accomplish by showing real results. Number two, we want to expand on the solutions that we provide in order to give better context to a prospect other than, yeah, we do digital work. You know what I mean? What kinds of digital work and how does that manifest itself? And then three, we also want to highlight the problems that we specifically solve in a real-world example. This highlighting of the problem allows us to help the client identify themselves as having a similar problem. And that identification is key to any effective case study for new business. And I believe identification is the most important part of getting people into a successful sales and new business process. So the story I always tell people to help think about how they should be positioning themselves in a case study is this. Think of a mountain climber standing on top of Everest, red-faced, tired, disheveled, frozen hands in the air, and triumph after just scaling the world's tallest peak. And they're in a sense bragging to the world, look at what I just did, and rightfully so, it's an amazing accomplishment. I think for many agencies, they picture themselves in their case studies as that climber on top of the mountain. The picture's focused on the climber after all, right? That they did all the climbing, they got all the way up there, and so when we turn around and we write a case study, we're focused on our agency. I mean, we did all the work to create this campaign, right? Wrong. The true hero of that picture of the mountain climber is not the climber, It's not the mountain. It's actually the Sherpa that took the picture. They led every pitch up the mountain. They set ropes. They set up camps. They cooked the food. And then when the amazing summit moment happened, they took one step backwards and took a picture of their client on top of the mountain. Without that Sherpa, that climber doesn't make it even halfway up. And so any agency creating a new case study needs to view themselves, in my opinion, as the Sherpa stepping back and highlighting not the solution they provided, not their agency, but the problem that was solved and their client's amazing results. The fact is, your prospects don't identify themselves with your agency's solution. They don't want to identify themselves with the person that's setting up camp and fixing ropes, leading the toughest pitches, and cooking food. I mean, that's not a a sexy role to be in. They want to identify themselves 
with the person holding their hands up in triumph. So let them do just that. Let them see themselves as the person on top with their hands up. So here's how I make sure my agencies do just that. Typically, we see case studies that have three main sections. First, the problem. Second, the solution. And lastly, results. Now, everyone has a slightly different take on these sections and what, uh, and what they title them as. But in general practice, these sections of problem, solution, results are what they're covering right? The biggest mistake I see daily in case studies is that an agency will spend 80% of their copy and time on that middle solution section, the middle section. So why do they spend time on this section? Well, because it's all about them, their agency. It's what they did. It's what they know best. It's the creative they put together or the plan they instituted. It's easy to talk about yourself in the agency's I see tend to go out of their way to create a hero status around themselves and what they did. I believe it's a huge mistake. As I mentioned, we want our prospects to identify with these case studies quickly in the, in the, in the buying process. And what they identify with are the other two sections, the problem and the results. We want them to immediately say, hey, I have issues converting traffic to dollars. You know, this group had an 80% increase. Damn, 80% would mean a million bucks for me. I wonder how they did that. That's a different approach than saying, here's the amazing website that was created. Here's the long, drawn-out process of what we did in order to uh, create this increase. So for me and my agencies, I'm asking them to change what they're focusing on to a majority of problem and results. I even change the order around entirely so that Results are first sometimes. You know, I mean, I, I, I may lead with the 100% increase in conversions or that million-dollar increase in revenue because leading with something eye-catching from a stat standpoint and something that I, um, is, is something that I, as the marketer, would absolutely like to attain. So if I see that amazing result, huh, I wonder how they got that result. Once they, uh, the marketer, I believe, sees this understanding of them and gives them something to identify with, then I want to go into how we actually go about achieving these amazing results. You know, I often get asked how long each case study should be and how long each one of these different sections. I actually like to take a, a slightly different tactic, which is to break case studies into two different uh, events. First, is what I would call a, a teaser case study. For these upfront teaser purposes, you know, maybe they're posted on your site, uh, maybe they're a, a, a short PDF or something, but each section should have a maximum of about two sentences. You know, I mean, these are meant to be short and sweet in order to garner some initial interest and let them quickly identify whether or not they would be interested in really learning more. You know, in the teaser study, the focus is, again, absolutely all on the problem and results. Maybe we show some creative or mention the scope of the solution, but we don't grind out all of the details for them here. At the bottom of this case study or even in that solution section, I may supply a second link. And if you don't supply a link, maybe you have your marketing automation uh, go in and set up an, uh, uh, a cadence to immediately follow up on a teaser case study with a, a, a delivery of a full case study PDF. In this um, particular case study, the full one, you can absolutely be more selfish in talking about your agency's process and solution. 
because at this point the prospect has self-selected through your initial attempt. They identify with the problem um, and they've clicked it on requesting more information or they've read deeper into it. And now they're looking for those juicy details on how you made those big numbers happen for your client. If you want to be verbose in the follow-up case study, great, go, you know, that's great. Go nuts. It's a, it's a perfect place for you to do that. Most of the agencies I see, though, are jumping straight into these long, self-serving case studies. And the fact is people begin to zone out and glaze over your copy. You know, I've read statistics in the past that 80% of people scan or skim rather than read line by line. And only about a third of words written are actually read. That's why it's so imperative that you have these teaser case studies made and ready up front in the new business process. That way you can capture people early. Um, and then if they're interested, you know, they'll request a deeper dive that they'll actually be interested in learning more and going through in much more detail. In terms of how you go about executing these case studies in order to share them, you know, I, I believe they should absolutely live both, you know, in your website and then in any other type of shareable form like a PDF. The reason being, I want to be able to utilize marketing automation um, to reinforce anyone that comes to the case study page on my site uh, by following up with, you know, a PDF copy or something that they can share with their teams that give the extra detail. Um, while still allowing other folks to find all the info they need on our site as well. What I don't want to do, though, is hide these studies on my site so that they are, are hard to find. You know, sometimes our, our websites, I think, get a bit too creative. You know, I, I, I get it. It's, it's part of our nature as marketers and, and, and creatives to go in and kind of create some really cool different sites. But these are super important pages that prospects absolutely need to be able to find early and often in their buying process. So don't bury these case studies behind four or five clicks. Make them easily accessible and upfront. You know, recently I, I, I had a, held a webinar uh, with John Heenan from Let's Grow, and he actually ran a survey of what marketers are looking for in an agency's website. Four of the top six items that a prospect looks at are industry expertise, audience experience, clients, and case studies. Well, guess what? All of those things are wrapped into a good case study. So be sure that you're not hiding these items from your prospects when they hit your site. So there's a lot more we can talk about when it comes to case studies, design, numbers, when to send proactively, how to position with industry experience. But for, day, for today, I just really wanted to quickly cover what I think is just so massively important and such a glaring mistake with so many uh, studies today is the idea that our agency is the hero. We aren't the climber on top of the mountain. You all are the amazing Sherpas that planned and then guided your client to stand on top of their mountain and they get to reap those rewards. So good luck climbing everyone. Good luck with your new business and see you next time. That's all for today's episode of Agency Hero. Thanks so much for tuning in. Be sure to check us out at catapultnewbusiness.com where you'll find other episodes, webinars, and blog posts all designed to help new business people win more business. Thanks.